0: This is the Spin Talk Podcast.
1: Catch Spin Talk with Lauren live on Spin 1038 weekdays from 1.
2: Spin 1038, this is Spin Talk with Lauren. We're discussing on the show now weddings and just the reality of the cost of weddings, not for the people throwing the wedding, but for the guests. This girl appeared on This Morning today, uh, Georgina Childs. She's 30 and she admitted to Phil and Holly that she is massively, massively in debt as a result of going to all her mates' weddings. She spent nine grand in the last four years and there was lots more, you know, she spoke about, you know, some of the money she spent on presents, hen do's, um, outfits, etc., going away for weddings. Now, a lot of people were responding on Twitter saying she's an absolute idiot. Like, why go to these weddings if you can't afford them? And I'm not going to lie, initially, that was, you know, some of our reactions. But then... Think about it. Think about your friends. Think about the people in your life. Could you really just say no to going to some of their weddings? I don't know if you'd get away with that. So have you just gotten to the point maybe where you haven't been able to go to everyone's wedding or, you know, have there been certain issues that have arisen? And honestly, if you don't go to a friend's wedding or someone who's close to you, do you need to have like a bulletproof excuse to they accept it? How has it gone down? I'm on 087-711-1038. You can text her WhatsApp. Selena Murphy joins me on the line now, Deputy Editor of OneFabDay.com. Hi, Selena. Hi, Lauren. Um, Selena, your website is very, very popular, not just for people planning their own weddings, but for wedding guests and for ideas, for presents for people. So I've no doubt that this is something that you have come across. Yeah, it sure is, and I do
3: really feel for people who are in that situation, and it's loads of people who, you know, eight hundred euro, which is about the average it costs an Irish person to attend a wedding. Just they don't have it; they can't spare it. Um, and eight hundred complete- euro, wow. Yeah, that's that's the average when you add up kind of accommodation, gift, everything. Um, we're terrible here in Ireland for for big gifts you know, 100, 200 euro. Other parts of the world, they don't do that, but we seem to expect it. Um, and I think, yeah, it's really tough because, as you say, when you think about it, telling a really close pal or a relative that you can not come to their wedding is really, really difficult. I think what we tend to do is completely back out, agree to go, kind of say, oh, I'm in for a penny, in for a pound, this is going to cost me 800 euro now, and then we complain about the cost all the time. When there are things that you can do to bring that 800 euro down and to minimize the cost of attending a wedding
2: i think anyone who's had a year where they've had you know double digit weddings you're always yeah. relieved when there's at least one that you don't have to stay over that it might be close to home because accommodation you know is probably one of one of the priciest things selena
3: sure oh i said to my pals in 2017 could we just please have a year with no weddings that would be great thanks (laughs) and i was joking but i was also kind of hoping for it um destination weddings are really tricky because if you're kind of on the periphery of the couple's circle you're maybe a cousin you know it's seen as socially acceptable to to not attend but if it's your pal or your sister you know, you're going to really disappoint them if you don't go. And I think there will be pushback. I think couples do actually come back and say, I'm really disappointed that you can't come. Is there anything I can do to change your mind? It puts you in a really difficult position. And of course, that's going to, a destination wedding is going to go way over that 800 euro average as well. It's going to be way more pricey.
2: It's a tricky one because having been through it myself, I do accept that, look, your wedding is the biggest day. Uh, of your year you know some people feel it's the biggest day of their life but it's not everyone else's priority it's lovely to be invited but it's not the most important thing that's going to happen to your guests that year that week even yeah and i
3: think some of the onus should be on the couple as well if the couple have decided that their priority for their wedding is to have their friends and family there attending with them which in fairness most of the couples that we come into contact with that is their priority then they need to be a little bit conscientious. And maybe a good idea would be to think about the brokest person on their guest list. And we're Irish, so we don't talk about money that much. So maybe they don't know who that is. Mm-hmm. But if they have a younger sibling who's a student, maybe think about them when they're making the big decisions, the venue, the location, whether they're having a one-day affair or a four-day affair. And if it's really important to them to have that person there. It's worth considering that when they're making their decisions.
2: Yeah, that's a really good tip. And that's a, that is a tough call because, you know, as a couple, you want it to be everything that you've ever dreamed it would be and you want to pull out all the stops. But to be conscientious, as you said, Selena, what other tips would you have? We We mentioned accommodation there, but what other ideas would you have for people or suggestions just to bring down the cost of the spend as a guest?
3: Yeah, there are so many ones. I mean, even with the outfit, I'm a big fan of wearing an outfit you've worn before, borrowing an outfit or renting an outfit, uh, that can really bring the cost down and I know again as women we find it really tricky the idea of wearing a wed- an outfit to a wedding that's already on Facebook but if you can get over that, that's a big saving. Accommodation, you can kind of pool with your friends and maybe get an Airbnb nearby if you don't want to stay in the hotel or the country house or the big expensive wedding venue. You could always consider driving home the evening of the wedding or seeing if there's a, a toddler or a pregnant guest who's going to be driving home who could give you a lift. Um, I think with Hindu's and stag parties, you really want to be prioritizing which ones you attend. You probably can't in a year where you have 10 weddings go to your husband's sister's hen. You know, you probably have to make the cut there. Mm. Um, and with gifts, I think you can try clubbing together with a few pals to get maybe an experience gift or if you're one of these people who has something you can offer to the wedding, maybe you could sing at the ceremony, make a wedding cake, create the guest book for them. You could offer that as well. And I'm a big fan of trying to bring down the cost that you incur with drinks on the day. Like if you can bring a couple of notes to the wedding and leave your credit card at home or in the hotel room, because that's where a lot of the money goes that you're not expecting to spend is on getting into rounds with 12 people on your table. Like, that's never a good never. idea.
2: <laughs> no, that never ends well. Some great tips there, Selena. Thanks a million. And as I mentioned, it's such a fantastic website. So much there, not just for people planning their own wedding. Uh, Deputy Editor of OneFabDay.com, Selena Murphy. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you so much. What do you think? Would you be ballsy enough to turn down an invite I just don't know how well that would go down I think people seriously take offence to people not coming to their wedding like think about it have you been disappointed with people who maybe didn't come you know unless it was what you consider to be a very very good excuse would you ever not go to a wedding because you just simply can't afford it I think Selena's right as Irish people we don't like to talk about money we don't like to talk about our, um, how much we spend and we'll just make it work you know and it is it's such a lovely thing to be invited to a wedding but if you can't afford it maybe don't go what do you think and if you know Selena was saying there the average spend an Irish person the uh, average spend for an Irish person at a wedding is €800 Euro. can you top that I'm on 087 711 1038 Christina is on the line hi Christina Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you very much. Good. Christina, I understand you've had to turn down a few invites.
0: Yes, I have done. A
2: couple, couple of them. Okay. Yes. And and what was the reason, just the cost?
0: To be honest, just the cost. Like, uh, as I said to you, I'm, I'm not from the Ireland, and I always have some really good friends getting married abroad, and I wasn't really able to afford. So this year I have um, just turned down one of the invitations to Canada because... I can't afford it. So I just spoke to them really honest and said, look, unfortunately, I cannot fit this in my budget. And fortunately, they totally understand me and they're actually coming back to Ireland to do a little something, you know, getting together next year. So I didn't have problems. I just think it's really unfair to people think that we have to go because it is a huge amount of money to spend on a weekend, you know, it's really unfair to people to think we have, that you have to go, you know?
2: Yeah, I think, you know, and it's great that your friends are going to be over here in Ireland and you can celebrate. And I think when people get married in other countries, part of them realises that not everyone is going to make it. Not everyone can travel. Exactly, yeah. People have other things going on in their lives.
0: Yeah, so like, I'm Brazilian myself, so... I'm going to get married in two years time and I just said look for my friends from Brazil I said I have to decide so I actually bring only my parents and my siblings to Ireland so we're going to have a little something here with my husband to be and then when I come back home for you know holidays or something we do some like a dinner or some so I of course I would love to cup of my friends to come off to Ireland but it's It's really unfair to make them travel for 18 hours and spend a huge amount of money in a wedding. And I'm sure they would love to share this moment with me, but it's not doable. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, it's just the reality. Christina, glad to hear that your friends uh, were so okay about you not traveling to your wedding, and I hope you have a great catch-up with them when they come back to Ireland. (laughs) Thanks for your time. Thank you. Bye. 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 Uh, Lots and lots of messages coming through. Michelle says, Lol, you can't blame the wedding invites for your own bad money management. Try not buying a new dress for every wedding. Do your own hair and makeup. Don't drink if you're that broke. Or better still, if you don't know them that well, turn down the damn invite. Stick some money in a card and stay home. Jesus. Getting yourself into debt over other people's weddings is actually laughable. Well, the story that we're referring to is one that featured on this morning on ITV of a 30-year-old British woman who is in massive debt. Um, has lost her home over going to weddings. But she just said, like, I can't turn down the invites. Some of my best friends have been getting married. I've got to spend that money. She spent £9,000 over weddings in the last four years. Have you yourself spent a lot of money going to weddings? How do you keep the cost down? 087-711-1038. Barbara's on the line. Hi, Barbara. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you very much. Barbara, Here, you have a rule.
4: Yeah, we've a rule, basically. um, We don't go abroad or even say in the country, outside of Dublin for weddings anymore, um, unless, you know, obviously someone is from Cork or Galway or what have you and has a significant meaning to them or they met in Spain or something like that. Otherwise, we don't, they know, all our friends know, we just, we don't go.
2: Barbara, you won't go outside Dublin?
4: Well, we will, but like, not, you know, where it's a two-day event and you have to spend a thousand euro on on uh, on uh, accommodation and things like that.
2: So what's the and, story? You know, have when they're
4: heard? just choosing a venue. Well, it's because they're just choosing a venue because it's nice or whatever. It's That's great, but they haven't made any... You know, it doesn't have any significant meaning to them um, in terms of, you know, being from an area, yeah. particularly.
2: Yeah, OK. And are you guys married yourselves? Yeah, and we made the decision to stay
4: within... Dub- we could have picked a much nicer venue, but we stayed within Dublin to make sure... Anyone who we, you know, we're all, anyone who was going to our wedding. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 know didn't
2: I, have to- get the idea of both right and I, I got married local as well because I wanted people to be able to go home I also wanted to get ready at home so that was a big thing for me yeah. <laughs> um, but good friends of mine got married down the country and I remember they said they got a bit of heat about it from people um, but their idea was they wanted everyone to be switched off they wanted everyone to be on holidays and I, I, it made sense I thought it was a lovely idea but it's not
4: really a holiday it's a holiday for them it's not really your holiday because you do end up having to take your holidays to go to the wedding, if you know what I mean. Okay. Particularly, particularly people who go abroad. I'm not, you know, that fussy about the country, the, you know, in Ireland. But abroad, and particularly when it has, you know, it's cheaper for them to get married maybe in Spain than yeah. it is here. And they're not really thinking about their guests. They're thinking about their bottom line.
2: Okay. And has it caused issue, Barbara, with anyone close to you who's no, maybe No,
4: no. Everyone just knows it is what it is, you know. You won't go. Yeah, we, they, they know. You know, and again, like we had people who, We would have invited from abroad. We used to live abroad to our wedding and we didn't really expect them to come to our wedding. And did they? Some of them did. Some of them didn't.
2: It's lovely. And I always like that at speeches at weddings when people talk about the guests that have travelled. It's lovely. Like, you know, Mm. to go, wow, they came all that way for our wedding. Now, I appreciate sometimes people are coming for the visit anyway. And, you know, they like to come home, particularly if the wedding is around Christmas time. It's great. Uh, but glad to hear, look, it hasn't caused any issues, Barbara, and it's working for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Good to All hear right. it from you. Thanks a million. Bye. Right. Um, wow. Do you know what? Like, fair play to Barbara and her partner. Like, yeah, we just, we won't, particularly if they won't go abroad. They're like, if it's just a random venue that you've chosen, like, you're not considering your guests. I don't know. Like, I think I do I, I understand the idea of, you know, particularly for family of going no I actually I want you all just to switch off come away with us let's do a day or two days three days away down the country it's a lovely idea and if you don't like it you don't have to go you know no one's holding a gun to your head Laura says I've been on the receiving end of a lot of no RSVPs I have to say as much as I thought it wouldn't bother me It did really hurt. Some were excuses, which were understandable, like people living abroad, pregnancies, etc. But some were from close friends who I thought would have been there no matter what. And the excuse of not having enough money, I found really hurtful, especially when I saw them going on holidays, buying nice things. I went all out for all their weddings. And it just seems that when it came to mind, they didn't care. Their wedding was over and that was that. These are people who've always looked out for number one and are quite selfish. I always made excuses for them as we were pals. But after the wedding, I just realized that I didn't want people like that in my life. Friendship is a two way street. Oh, Laura. Okay, right. Here's the thing. Your wedding is not the most important thing to other people, even your siblings. It's just not. It's a great day for you and people are happy for you. But I think if you set yourself up expecting everyone to stop everything for your wedding. I think you're only going to be disappointed. I completely appreciate you saying that you know you went all out for friends and you made a big deal for them and of course yes, you would expect the same back. I think sometimes when we expect a lot from people we will only be disappointed, especially with old friends, with people that maybe you feel you invest a lot in that friendship. You're never going to get back the same if you expect it. And, you know, just in life in general, and especially with weddings, I always said that about a wedding, is that if you go into it saying, I must have this, I must have that, this must happen, that must happen, that is a road to disappointment because things go wrong and things happen and people can't make it. Oh, Alora, I do. I feel for you. I really do. But try not to take it personally. And like, as you said, you're, Your wedding is over now, you know, hopefully on the day you didn't dwell on the people that weren't there, you were able to concentrate on those who were. I hope so anyway. If you have been disappointed because people didn't make it to your wedding or you felt that maybe they could have been there, they just chose not to. Can you relate to where Laura is coming from, what she's saying about, you know, just feeling, I thought they would have made more of an effort? I'd like to hear your stories today. If you've ever turned down an invite to a wedding that you just simply couldn't afford, or like Barbara, you feel, no, I'm not travelling, just can't do it, can't be at everyone's wedding. How did it go down? Be honest, I'm on 087-711-1038. Lots of you are getting involved in this conversation about weddings, particularly weddings abroad. We spoke to Barbara a moment ago who said, you know, herself and her partner have a rule where they don't go to weddings really outside Dublin Um, you know if it's down the country obviously if someone is from Cork or Galway they'll travel but she's like as for people just picking venues that suit them but they're difficult to get to particularly abroad she mentioned not so much weddings in Ireland but weddings abroad she's like it's just it's not fair on your guests would you feel the same way there's a lot of messages coming in about um, weddings abroad and people not being able to go Paul says, what really bothers me about weddings is the huge amount of money expected as a present. My wife insisted we give her niece €400 for her wedding. It's on top of all the other costs of going to a wedding. I miss the good old days of just buying something nice and meaningful for the couple. It kind of feels like you're paying to be there. Yeah, we discussed before how much is appropriate. Look, for the most part, I think couples want cash because obviously they might want to buy a house and they might be saving for a deposit, You know, you can only have so many toasters. So I know you might think a gift would be meaningful, Paul, but I don't know if the couple in question would agree with you. And sometimes it's just easier just to give them cash. But €800, according to One Fab Day, is the average spend for an Irish person going to a wedding. That's accommodation, gifts, outfits and drinks. Geez, there's some weddings I've been to, you'd be lucky to get out of for €800. Kira says, I had to turn down an invite from a girl that I just didn't know that well. We used to work together and got on, but that was really it. Never saw each other outside work. I don't know any of her friends or family and I just thought it would be awkward to be honest. I made an excuse as to why I couldn't go and that was it. She just said, what a shame. I'm sure she was delighted. She didn't, didn't want you there either. Like what, you know, sometimes I feel people just feel they have to invite certain people. We talked about that recently on the show. As for going abroad, this sister says, my sister-in-law got married two years ago in Spain. Myself and my partner and two kids were invited. It was too expensive for us all to go as we had a family family holiday booked for September. Me and him went for three days. It cost over €1,200 euro without presents and spends. Sister wasn't that impressed that we didn't bring the kids. Here, I'd be delighted if you didn't bring your kids. Um, But, yeah, you know, Spain, it's, I don't know. Did you know before you booked your family holiday? And I'm not giving out. I'm just saying that, you know, maybe the family holiday, you could have made the holiday out of that time in Spain. Oh, look, I'm, that's probably what she said, but... I don't know, do what suits you, but it is an awful lot of money, particularly for a young family. Ali says, I didn't go to my cousin's wedding in Italy. Again, it was for no reason other than it was cheaper for them. They tried to pass it off as a holiday for people, but it's not really. As you are at their wedding, you have to do what the whole party is doing. And it's a huge expense. Just have it at home and keep it simple and don't expect people to travel for you. Or don't expect people to travel for you. I think a lot of people get married abroad in hope that not everyone will travel. You know, and the whole idea of getting married abroad is that it might be smaller and it might be cheaper for the couple. But yes, it's a big ask. And I think you cannot be disappointed if people don't go, you know. And you can't expect everyone to make a holiday out of it. I understand close friends and family doing it and maybe they have enough advance notice. But it is a tricky one. Katie says, hi Lauren, I think it depends on how close you are to the person. If it's a very close friend or relative, I think it is bad to turn down the invitation. If not, then it's not bad. I was invited to a friend who I came close to through work her sister's wedding abroad wasn't close to the sister but I felt that I was privileged enough to be invited and that I should honour that I'd recently gotten with my girlfriend so they had told me she was of course invited as well Jesus were they stuck for people to invite or what like Katie no offence but like you and your girlfriend invited to the sister's wedding we booked our week's holiday around the wedding and told the bride the same day of the booking how excited we were weeks later when the invites came out, I never got mine. I asked my friend from work who asked her sister and they decided that even though they invited my girlfriend last minute, they decided they couldn't afford her dinner. We still went on holiday, but avoided the wedding party since then. I wouldn't feel obliged unless it was someone important to me. Oh, we see, now that, and we only talked about something similar to that recently, Katie, is uninviting people or people like not expecting to be invited to a wedding. To be fair, it doesn't sound like you ever expected to be invited to that wedding. You were invited and then your girlfriend was uninvited. They couldn't afford her dinner. Like, be very, very careful who you invite before you actually issue invitations. I don't know a single person who hasn't done it, but you get excited, including myself. You get excited talking about a wedding. You say things to people. And when push comes to shove and you're dealing with numbers, you got to make cuts. Katie, really sorry to hear that happen to you guys. I'm sure you had a fab holiday all the same, though. Italy, how gorgeous. Your experiences, please, with turning down wedding invitations, maybe trying to get out of going to weddings. And if you've had people not come to your wedding, were you a bit unimpressed? Be honest. 087 1038. I think we can safely say that weddings have now become our number one topic on Spin Talk. There are so many messages coming through. Tinder and dogs are up there, right? but weddings recently any anything has come up about a wedding you have just flooded us with messages there are so many today about turning down invites and reasons why you haven't been able to go to weddings and you know being honest about how you feel when people don't come to your wedding so thanks a million I'll do my best to get through them all um, Adam says weddings honestly seem to be a bit of a money spinner I've sat with mates who are getting married actually calculating how much they'll get out of the wedding and trying to cut costs like no Prosecco, wine, etc just so they can walk away with a profit. They were delighted with themselves. I thought it was poor form and really bad on the guests they were inviting. That, yeah, you know, doesn't really sound like they're getting hitched for the right reasons, does it? Lila says, myself and my partner have decided that we're never going to get married and we're never going to have that big party with everyone. So we've decided not to go to weddings. We are invited to. We send couples our well wishes, but it's not something we believe in. Therefore, we don't go. I don't think anyone would be mad at you guys for not getting married, even though you've been to everyone else's weddings, Lila. But I do feel there are people who get married because they feel, you know what, we've been to everyone's wedding. We need to have our day out now. I'm not saying it's the main reason, but it's one of the reasons, I think. So many coming through on this one. Another says, I have a lot of weddings yearly. There was a time when we were struggling and turned down many cousins' weddings. If I was really close to them, I'd make it my business to be there. When myself and my hubby got married, we had many people say no. I totally understand and it never bothered me. Although I had two sets of family that told me they were coming, booked into the hotel and on the morning of the wedding, I found out on Facebook that they weren't coming. That made me furious. They never rang or messaged me, sent a message on my Facebook page. That's really bad form. I think we could do another show about RSVPing another says I'm like Barbara I have two rules I don't travel outside Ireland or Dublin because you're stuck with the people you only see at weddings funerals and 21st and two if I don't go to the wedding or a particular party then I don't buy a present it's not tightness it's just a financial thing yeah there are people who if they don't go to the wedding and I think someone sent a similar message earlier on saying you know if I don't go I'll still send them a card you know I remember I got cards um, the day of our wedding from people who we hadn't invited I think just people still like to wish you well it's a nice touch um, you know and it's not that they're going oh hey remember us you didn't invite us but we're sending you a card anyway I think it's genuinely people send you nice messages have a listen to this I've really been affected by this topic says this listener a friend of mine got married last, last October I had a genuine reason for not making it I explained to her and she said she was fine with it that obviously wasn't the case though because I haven't heard a thing from her since she completely cut me off and what's worse is my very close friend attached me with the most vicious text in which he informed me that we are no longer friends. I've lost two friendships all because I couldn't make it to a wedding. I'm still so hurt about this and I think I always will be. Sorry, so I didn't understand that bit. What's worse is my very close friends attacked me, sorry, with the most vicious text in which he informed me we're no longer friends. Was it because you didn't go to that wedding? What's it got to do with him? You see, the groom? So you didn't go to your mate's wedding she hasn't been in contact with you since and then this other fella got involved sorry did I get that right now is he the groom or is he just another friend who's not impressed that you didn't go to the the other girl's wedding I'm not surprised you're hurt Hi Lauren says this listener this year I have a wedding in Florida so far without gifts spending money the cost is €4,000 for flights and accommodation while I'm there I'll be making sure to enjoy and get a good holiday out of it absolutely Shauna says, I think the big problem isn't the wedding themselves, but the excessive, extravagant nature of a lot of them these days. Don't get me wrong, I love now a weekend away down the country with all my friends, but if you have a several a year, it all adds up. The destination weddings in foreign countries, in particular. It might be the couple's special day, but a significant financial onus falls on guests to make these dreams a reality by being there. It's such a delicate balance. And then couples need to be more conscious about other people's realities and priorities and understand depending on timing it may just not be possible, no matter how close the relationship. Thank you for that, Shauna. Jamie is on the line next. Hi, Jamie. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you very much. Jamie, I mentioned this earlier on. I think you're on to something that there's a reason why people get married abroad.
1: Yeah, definitely. They have it down to a fine art that it's done because they don't want to invite certain people that they feel obliged to because of their family or whatever.
2: I think you're right. I think, and we spoke about this only recently, not inviting certain people, just because you shouldn't have to invite people just because you feel like it, that having a foreign wedding takes some of that work witness out of, out of the picture.
1: Yeah, because, like, your excuse is going to be, well, I understand you're financially kind of cut this year, you're planning a holiday already, so we don't mind if you don't come and you just eliminate it, then it's not your fault, it's not theirs, it's just a thing because you're having it away.
2: Here's the gamble, though, Jamie, that you take, right? Is yeah. what if the people you don't want to come still come and the people you really want there can't make it?
1: I suppose you just have to have a bit of a party with the people realistically yeah. when you're <laughs> at home because I have waited up myself like when um, because I get married in three months myself and it's kind of like do you just bite the bullet and tell everyone yeah. that you don't want to go listen you're not coming
2: <laughs> yeah I know and, oh it's a tough
1: one you have to do it though you have to do it like i even invited whoever I'm going to right now and I've said it from day one. I was like, if you're not invited, there's clearly a reason. So if you yeah. want to get offended, get offended. But, you know, if there's no connection between us anymore, that's your issue. So it is what it is.
2: Jamie, you're three months out. I admire you. It, as it gets closer, it is hard to stand your ground. So stay strong, OK? Thank you very much. <laughs> Had the best of luck with it. Take care. Cheers. Uh, anyone else who's ever gotten married you know what I'm talking about in the beginning you're like no I'm doing it my way it's my day and anyone I don't want there is not coming listen we all start out with these um, great intentions but unfortunately politics do get in the way families have their say and you know what when you look back you are delighted you invited everyone it is a great day and like someone was saying recently on the show you end up just hanging out with people you want to hang out with anyway But I hope Jamie stands ground. Recently, my sister got married. Some family members did not RSVP, says this listener. It was based uh, close by a bus, which was there to bring people to the hotel and back. And some hadn't even the decency to say they couldn't go. Listen, you can't pick your family. Mandy says, if you can go, then go. If you genuinely can't due to whatever, then don't. But just remember, you've been chosen and invited. And the couple may only have had a certain amount of friends and relatives they could invite each. And they chose you. I think an effort should be made to go and enjoy the beautiful day if it's within your reach. Have a wedding this year for someone I love and cannot wait to see them on their huge occasion and I feel honoured to be invited. It's away as well, so I'm taking the kids and we're making it our holidays. I'm very excited, to be honest. Mandy, I love your message and you're right. You know, and I always think, especially when I go to my friends' weddings now, I'm like, I can't wait, fingers crossed, till years down the line... You know, when we're all old and grey and there's kids and grandkids running around that you can say, I was at your mum and dad's wedding. I remember the day they got married. Because you know when people say that to you about your parents, it's lovely. And I do. It's a very, very special thing to witness two people you love getting married. It's not always possible. But where it is, maybe Mandy has a point. Suck it up and go. If you can be there, do it.
0: This is the Spin Talk Podcast.
2: Catch Spin Talk
1: with Lauren live on Spin 1038 weekdays from 1.